0: Today with Joan Ash on Live 95. 9,000 children died in the institutions. Mistreatment in homes supported and condoned by the church and state. Uh, And all Irish women were the victims of serious, systematic (coughs) discrimination. Um, Alice, what are your thoughts? Uh, Mother
1: and baby homes were still. something that were there when I was a young girl. You know, girls still went to Cork or Dublin or wherever if they got pregnant. They were taught nothing of because they were normal. That was the mindset. Say that again? They were taught nothing of, like, they were just a normal place where girls went if they had an unwanted pregnancy. Right. So, I never knew that there was any atrocity, you know, then growing up. Um, the only atrocity I ever heard was to carry babies that time. Um, you know, that was in nineteen in, in the eighties, late seventies, early eighties. But um at the moment when I think about what these people did, it horrifies me. Mm-hmm. I just look and you know, they show the pictures on the TV of little babies and cats around that time. I can't look at it, Joe, because I just get so upset. You know, that 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 they could do that. I saw a letter on Facebook there recently, and uh, um, you know I don't know if it's if it's illegal or not or whatever, but it was inviting somebody over to Ireland to pick a baby. You know, the baby was healthy. You could take the baby, and then you see what they did with, with, with what they did with the poor baby that, that in um, in the tomb, Galway, with with them. It's just horrifying. It's hard to think that a mind can. Settle itself to do that. Do you know yeah. what I mean?
0: But what I find really interesting there um, is that you were saying that you you had an awareness of mother and baby homes, but that's oh, as absolutely. far as it went. Um, that you know, that no sense of what was really going on. And and do you think that that was because people didn't talk about it, who did know about it, or or what?
1: Well, you have to remember that you know, Catholicism was very much the rule of thumb. When I was a young girl, you know, you kind of followed whatever they said because serious enough. So, and these homes were run by nuns and priests, that, um, you know, at the time. And, um, and 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 I knew somebody that had that went there. And I, <clears throat> excuse me. And I knew that they were brought home the minute, like, the parents never knew that she went or anything like that, and she was brought home immediately on finding out because the parents knew what happened to the babies follow me the generation before me yes i do and i brought her home straight away but i'm just saying that they went down you signed the paper and that was it joined all the other girls and you got on with your life until the baby was born Mm. and to us young we were very young at that time it was very normal this is a normal irish thing oh yeah you're pregnant you have to go there now you know if you're not getting married or whatever that's where you're going to go
0: yeah, I mean, it, and it's, it's hard this
1: this to think that that was okay to think like that.
0: Yeah, but it's not ancient history either. I mean, the last of these closed in 1998. Now changes were starting to happen in the 90s, um, but at the same time, and, and Sarah, just to come back to you as a, um, a younger person, as I was saying, your reflections on it.
2: Oh, Joe, I have no words. And when you say 1998, and you know that was it was still happening in 1998. I was born in 1997. Um, and my mom was not married when I was born. So I think about, you know, every possibility of, of, you know, being in that situation or had I been a few years older um, and, you know, that, that being the case, it, I, I honestly, I'm struggling to comprehend it all, to be honest, Joe, and I'm struggling to put it into words, just the, pit, the feeling and the pit in my stomach when I'm reading about this and I'm, you know, um, when I'm I'm looking at all of this that ha- that happened, and a state apology will not be enough. Something has to be done because these people just were treated with they were like they weren't treated as human beings. They were tr- treated as objects, as things, as as you know sins, and people who still have that mindset and that misogynistic and oppressive mindset need to have a long hard think about themselves Um, and and, and to be honest I'm just going around in circles because I I just I'm so overwhelmed by it. Uh, And and do
0: you think that uh, Ireland is still a misogynistic society today?
2: Um, it, It can be it is and it isn't I mean we have made a lot of strides in recent years but there is still a massive undercurrent of misogynistic behavior and attitudes in Ireland um, in a lot of ways, we, we've come a long way, repealing the Eighth Amendment. Um, you know, women in the workplace, men staying at home, there's a bit more of a reversal there, um, you know, but we, it is still very misogynistic, I think, overall, and there's undercurrents of misogyny.
0: Mm. So do you fear that that uh, what uh, m- some men may be saying in private is not what they're um, saying in pub- public?
2: oh absolutely yeah this is the thing and you kind of have the token feminists you know that men who you know i'm a feminist um and really it's to impress women romantically and it's not to you know it's not for the greater cause uh, it's not for the greater good um you know but there there absolutely is and what people say in private and what people say in public are often two very different things but at the end of the day um you know it's it's all about
3: people being treated equally
0: and marie I mean we've covered a lot of uh, these um, scandals haven't we over the years on this show and this is the latest of them
3: Yeah, it's the latest sick feeling in the pit of your stomach when you're looking at it. Um, I'm, I'm. To be honest I'm not going there fully with this one this on top of everything else that's going on in the country at the moment I just think it is desperate timing but absolutely it should be all made public and it should all be discussed and it should not be forgotten about. It's our history Our children should be taught about it. You know, it's not to be brushed under the carpet. Um, But, you know, I do ask where were the men? Where were the fathers? Where were the fathers of the women who were pregnant? Their dads, their mothers, all of those people. Alice said one thing there, she said, about the lady she was speaking about. She was brought home. There are families out there who took in their daughter, or brought her home, or put up with the shame, and and I do I do get it's a I, the societal thing I do get. I do remember certain views of my own, you know, grandparents, and I you know I get it. I'm that bit older than Sarah, I don't get it all, but I get some of it. Um, but I still have a question mark over, you know, those rape within families there was women who got pregnant because of what happened within their own family and they were shunned and sent off and they were the ones that had to shoulder the blame and they were the ones that have this stigma attached to them and their lives destroyed and forever marked and their children as well. You know, I agree with the Taoiseach and some of the sentiments yesterday. It's a societal thing. It is not just about, you know, the, the people who ran these institutions. It's about their families that put these people in these. And, and I know it wasn't just that, but I'm just making the point. No one seems to be emphasising that. Mm.
0: And we remember as well, some of the same questions and issues coming up about how could people not have known when it came to industrial schools and laundries, and we had examples of those in Limerick as well. But so. they did
3: they know. They did know. Some did know. They couldn't open their mouths and say anything. Was fear. Of the fear that the one, the biggest
1: feeling in at that time, that people would recognise within themselves was sheer terror. Not love, not affection, sheer terror. Because that's what they worked on. They worked on the fears of young women.
0: Mm. You know, And it's, and it's, it's, an, it's an interesting debate, and look, it's an historic debate and, and you just never know how these things might have turned out in a, a different context. But there's no question that uh, the closeness between the state, government and politicians in the 20s, 30s and 40s and uh, the established Catholic Church in Ireland set oh. us on a particular path where the two were so interconnected um, that uh, the, the laws of one almost became the laws of the other.
1: Yeah, they married the other. They married the other, and they and they they worked together. Don't ever forget that. You know, Listen, and, if you have vulnerable and, and this people... Result, this is the result of what happens when this kind of shunning and and hiding and keeping things, you know, back and whatever. This is what happens.
3: Yeah, it's a combination of anybody in a vul- vulnerable position, anyone with power and anything that's hidden or kept secret. Combine those and even yep. today you will get a scandal. It, it doesn't take, you know, the 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s and 80s mother and baby homes. No, it's, no. It, it's combine those things and you will have a scandal on your hand and I think we'll have more scandals coming in, in the future that are currently going on in this country because of vulnerable people, power and um, those three points I was Yeah,
0: and, and Sarah, I mean, the other thing is that you might be surprised to hear me um, involving Arnold Schwarzenegger in, in all of this, but um, he uh, released a very interesting video um, this week uh, condemning Donald Trump. And he was talking about his youth in Austria. He said he was born in 1947 and that he remembered... Um, his own father being violent towards him uh, and uh, the younger members of his family. (coughs) And he said it was happening across the road and it was happening down the street among our neighbours. And the reason was it was their involvement and the involvement of ordinary Austrians and Germans uh, in what happened in the Second World War and in the collective amnesia That uh, existed during that time. So, you know, it's not unique to Ireland, as Dr. Declan Ahern, the clinical psychologist, said to us in the last hour.
2: Sure, yeah. No, no. um, no, no, Not unique to Ireland at all, but um, I I think as well, you know, when you were saying that it was happening across the road, that's, that's a culture that's still well and truly alive in Ireland, and I have no doubt that it was alive in you know, during the, the times of the mother and baby homes as well. So I think that there is that. I suppose, from my point of view, and as somebody who really has no memory of it at all, um, purely because of my age, um, I'm kind of my perspective on it is that you can understand why something happened. You can see the contributing factors, but I think now talking about that is pointless. The damage is done. Um, the women and the babies and the children. That the damage is done. We need to ensure that it never happens again and mm. that
0: this kind of attitude is, yeah, is but, quashed. But I wonder, I mean, uh, and I'm, I'm simply asking this as an open question, but I, I wonder is something similar possibly happening in direct provision centres?
3: Exactly what I was going to say. In 20 years' time, are we going to be reading reports about what's going on in direct provision services? Again, you have Vulnerable people at the mercy of the people that they come into this country to. You have the power of the organisations. And do we know what's going on? There's silence around it. I don't know what goes on in a direct provision centre. I've never been in one. Hmm. Never been in one. I haven't been in contact with anyone in one. Have you? Has anyone here? I don't know. Well, think well, so.
0: well as, as it happens through this show, as you know, we have talked to people. Yes, who, we have. But I, I'm there, talking
3: but about the average yes, person in the yeah, street. Have yeah. they been inside the door of a direct provision centre and spoken to anyone in there? I, I doubt anyone we know has, you know, I and that's silence. Like that's like silence there. It. There's silence there. Nothing. We hear nothing about what goes on. Mm. So I, I do wonder. In twenty years' time, are we going to be reading a, another report like this?
0: Okay. All right. Thank you very much. Uh, we're chatting to um, Marie, to Alice, and to Sarah. Call Limerick today now.